everyone, I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It, where we watch shows we love and then rip them apart. It's been a while. It has. I feel like it's been a lot longer than it actually has. <laughs> I know. I know. But we got a good one this week, I think. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, you told me, first of all, I watched it and then I said, you're going to hate this. And then you came back with, after you did watch it, there's a lot of caps in your notes. There is. There's a lot of caps lock. Um, There was a lot of misspellings because I was trying to keep up with my thoughts as I was typing and I couldn't. (laughs) So there were a lot of misspellings. I don't even know where to start. Actually, okay, I have I have an idea of where I want to start. Okay, I want to know because it seems like we've touched on this in the past couple of episodes and I want to know where you stand on the whole issue of Gabrielle accepting a loan from his girlfriend's family. Do you think he should suck it up, swallow his pride, take the loan? Or do you think that he should be standing his ground and saying, I'm not going to take handouts? I'm, I kind of side with him a little bit, only because I think I've seen a level at which <laughs> this kind of a situation can put on a person and on relationships and friendships and whoever you're borrowing from. Um, so I think it's smart of him to kind of have a hesitation in a way on something so big as a restaurant. Like, we're not talking a couple hundred bucks here. We're talking a business, a building, uh, staff, uh, it's a whole, you know, and I think he's being smart in not going for it right away. Like, I understand her family has the money. I get it. And we'll get into it a little later, just how much the family feels about their children (laughs) and how they want them to succeed but i don't like the whole pay off your child's significant other to make your lives better i'm seeing it that way a little bit and it's frustrating okay but yeah that's my take on the whole thing i feel pretty divided on it because i think that when i first started living on my own i also felt that sense of pride and that i wanted to earn everything that i had i wanted to show everybody that i could make my own way and i could afford to live my life and do what i wanted to do and not need anybody to do me any favors which is fine but i also started to see the benefit in people doing things for me you know like People that I love, people that care about me, making gestures and saying, here's, you know, a couple hundred bucks to help you with rent. Like my grandma, I mean, obviously my grandma's at a point in her life where she can just give away money, basically. (laughs) But, you know, she would be like, oh, here's some gas money, you know, 40, 50 bucks or something like that. And it was just like, thanks, grandma. Like, thank you. And just to take to learn how to take things like that was a process because I I did have some amount of pride that I felt was being compromised by taking it. But I don't personally have enough context in this situation to say whether or not I agree one way or another. We don't know how much the loan would be. It does seem like it would be a lot. Right. But we don't know how much it is. We also don't know how long Gabrielle and Camille have been dating. That was a question I had this Because if they're like on the cusp of an engagement, if her parents see him as their daughter's future husband, then then, it's a then it makes investment. more sense yeah. to me that they would offer. And then it makes less sense why he wouldn't accept it. So I feel like I need a little bit more information to know whether or not he's being an asshole. But 
I don't know. For me, the the pride thing is kind of annoying to me because at some point you have to realize that getting places in this world involves having connections and having people who are willing to help you get to where you need to be. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I don't know. Being able to set aside your pride and take a handout when it's offered to you, I think is a certain level of maturity and at least understanding of how this world works. So I'm kind of torn on it because I think if I knew more, you know, if him and Camille have only been dating for like a year, it's a long time, but it's not like we're going to get married. Right. And so this Things is going to be a the joint business adventure. Like, uh, yeah, I need to know more about that. But it's it's been a problem over the past couple of episodes. And I felt kind of uncomfortable in this episode every time it was argued about because I was just... I felt like Emily. I was like, oh, God, like, I don't want to be here for this. Yeah. <laughs> this uncomfortable discussion about finance. <laughs> Definitely. The episode starts with Camille asking Emily to go to lunch. And Emily thinks it's about her and Gabrielle. That Camille is going to confront her about Gabrielle. Right. But it ends up being that she's asking her to come with her to her family's vineyard estate and try to represent their vineyard with her savoir connections. The part about that scene that I hated was that they're pushing the friend thing way too much. Like, you kind of really just met and you're acting like, well, we're friends and like the whole situation has fallen into Emily's lap. Oh, you know, it, it, it absolutely one, has. You know, so it's like, it's out of convenience at this point. And I don't know, I just, I hate the forced friendship thing. Well, I don't know that that bothers me so much. And to say that this, I think is almost like a, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours kind of thing. I mean, Camille did put Emily in touch with that American hotel right. guru or whatever. And so like, this almost seems like, like a, a tit for tat kind mm-hmm. of situation where Camille's like, oh, well, then now, like, let me try to bring you some. Although she was very timid in asking about it. She was. And apparently Gabrielle told her not to ask, which I found interesting because, like, fuck off. What do you care? <laughs> like, why? Why would this impact you in any way, shape or form? Right. If you don't want her family getting involved in your business ventures, why do you think you have the right to get involved in your family's business ventures? But whatever. Unless it had something to do with just Emily in general. Well, of course it does. Like. (laughs) Everything does. You know, the whole episode is Emily basically saying to him, like, we can't even be friends. We shouldn't be friends. We can be friendly, but not friends. So I think him telling Camille, don't go to her about this, is kind of him doing what Emily wanted, but before they even had a discussion about it. Trying to avoid the extra contact. I uh, I don't like Gabrielle anymore. <gasps> Not even in that blue sweatshirt okay, that okay. brings out Hold on. Eyes. Hold on. I didn't say I didn't find him attractive Le anymore. Smooth. But I don't like him anymore. But I did like his quips to her, though. I thought yeah, that they were Yeah, he's very fantastic. quippy. But he's being a dick while he's doing it. I don't like it. He's gaslighting at this point i don't think so he is because she's like she's like i'm not gonna go on a romantic like market trip to get food and stuff why is she making it romantic in the first place because it's gonna be don't we know it's gonna be her fault doesn't matter he should respect the boundaries that she is setting 
And if he knows that she is uncomfortable with this relationship and wants to keep it like pretty chill, then he should just say, okay, fine. Like, this is what you're comfortable with. Then fine. That's where we will draw the line. It's annoying to me that he keeps trying to move that line. He doesn't want to move the line. He does want to move the line. He doesn't know where it should be. Yeah. Which is why he asked all those questions and was like, define it for me then. Because you want to be, you want to do this for Camille. What? I'm, I'm just going to tell Camille that we're not talking anymore. And then she's like, well, we could be friendly. Oh, so friends, but not friendly. No, like, but that was, that was rude. I was didn't so, like that. Oh my God. Because, that drove me insane. Because she was like, I'm going to go to the vineyard tour while you go to the market. And he was like, I don't understand why we can't go to the market together. And then she explained to him exactly why they couldn't go to the market together. And he's like, well, I still don't understand that. And it's like, she literally just fucking told you. Like, if you don't agree with it, then that's your own deal. But like, you should at least respect what she's saying, like, just let her do it then. Let her set the rules. If you ask her to, like, drive her home from the club, as he did in the last episode, and she was like, no, I'm going to take a cab, there's the line. You found it. And then you say, okay, good night. Instead of being like, I don't understand. We live in the same building. We should go home together. Like, no, don't push it. She said what she wants to do here. You do it. He's gaslighting her. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't I'm, know. I don't know if gaslighting's the word. It is. I'm agreeing with what you're saying, but I don't know if it's gaslighting. It's gaslighting. I hate it. Let's watch it. Is it gaslighting? I want to know. Someone hit us with it because please, I am. Please weigh in. I would love to know, but. I think this is our first formal argument. <laughs> <laughs> we agree on most things, but apparently here we no, disagree. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really. If we're going to use a term that I hate using, but. The villain here. I don't see him like that. I don't see him. I don't think he's conniving. I don't think he's trying to get in places he's not supposed to. I think he's asking simple questions. And listen, we both said Emily's not a favorite. No, I, I hate her that I have to be on Emily's side. And her decisions <laughs> are very out of left field sometimes. And I just don't, I don't know. It bothered me. Like you're the shakeup of this whole fucking place. You came to Paris for a job, whatever. You're shaking up these people's lives. And now you're going to put them in their place for something that you were a part of voluntarily? I don't know. Right. Well, she did kiss them in the last episode, which was like mm-hmm. mixed signals. And then at the end. So you got to give him a little. Uh, no, I did I, He wasn't I, so pressured. Like, okay, he wasn't pushy, though. I get what you're saying about his comments. I don't think he was. I disagree with that because I think he's constantly trying to fuck with her. And we saw that at the dinner scene when he was talking about his cult. And I was like, all right, dude, like you need to back the fuck off here. Like, that was the best. That was okay. That fell into his lap with Gerard's comment. Right. Gerard brought it. Gerard set the table and he just ate his meal. Like, I can't. (laughs) I can't, I thought that whole scenario, uh, play on work, the whole thing, I thought was hilarious. I really like that. And Gerard is my spirit animal, but <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, Drinking champagne naked poolside. Yes, that yes, is. Yeah. The okay. champagne. Champagne. But yeah, no, I just, I, I don't know. I don't find him to be an aggressor in this situation. I think he could be worse, but I don't think... I don't think he's being respectful of the boundaries that she's setting. And I think, I don't know, maybe this is just me. What? You have a point. I do. Yeah. I have a question okay. now. Yes. For somebody who hates it so much and needs to make boundaries and needs to have a line, why didn't she tell Camille, I refuse to be in the car because I have to sit on his lap? You know what? I 
I struggle with this moment because too. the second time around on their way home, yeah, she plopped right on like it was nobody's fucking problem. Well, she had gotten used to the idea, but I no, I totally agree. And in that moment, I was like, oh god, is she gonna refuse right now to go? Mm-hmm. I think I think she struggled with her people pleasing. Okay. Personality, like she didn't want to back out at the last minute. Plus, she saw potential for a good business deal, and she was going to make it work. To be honest, I when when Camille said we're going to have to squeeze in the front seat, I pictured nobody having to sit on anybody's lap. And then in my head, I was right. They could sit there. When, yeah. And when um when Gabrielle got into the car first, I was like, Emily should absolutely be sitting in the bitch seat. Like, there's no universe right. in which. Gabrielle should be sitting in the middle. And then they were kind of sitting on top of each other. So I guess that means, I don't know. Well, the fr- okay, on the way there, yeah. he's sitting and yes. she's kind of leaning more towards the door. Mm-hmm. Fine. That shows how you're uncomfortable. That shows whatever. Yeah. But on the way home, she's middle. She's on that dick. And it's very, after giving a speech about boundaries and this and that and the whole other thing. And then you just plop right Right in the middle of him, like you're his child on his lap. It was just very... I think the whole scenario is just fucked up in general because Camille is so blind. Yeah, yeah. She, that doesn't she help matters. She seeing more of that. I, yeah. I think any Talk normal... about two accepting. She's, she's my spirit animal. I think that she's probably... She should be picking up on more than what she is. I just want to take a second to say, if you're hearing any fireworks in the background, happy Fourth of July of podcast. Long Islanders tend to get a little carried away in their fireworks displays. This will go on all weekend too. It's only the third. Yeah, yeah. So sorry, but we can't do anything Enjoy about the that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I agree. When I when I saw them getting into the car on the way back, but I didn't know what that was because. At this point, Emily has fucked some other guy and Gabrielle is obviously jealous. So, like, they're not necessarily in a good place together. So I didn't understand why she felt so much more comfortable being like, well, I will sit on your dick on the way home. I don't really know what that meant. No, but when it comes to Camille's family, we know who's in the doghouse and that would be Emily at this point. Is she? Camille's mom seemed uh, unperturbed. By, but we're still going to send her home. By the goings on. Well, actually, got in a lot a of respect for this woman. She was like, you embarrassed the shit out of yourself. Let me call you a cab. And I would have been like, thank you so much. <laughs> like, yes, I will go home I'll in go a cab. go out the front. We're in the back. I'll, I'll take the side door. Like. Exactly. Like, I don't know why Emily turned down that offer. Well, no, I do. Because she wanted to discuss business. Which, by the way, you know, another satisfying. Please don't get me into it. Because I am I have a rewriter's room about this. And oh, it's not my typical one. I have an actual, like, Better point, more about this episode specifically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's 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 sickening that she could go from boning a seventeen-year-old and to winning another account. I don't. I don't. Okay, let's talk about this. Can we? We can. Well, can I ask you first? Yes. Who do you think is hotter, Timothy or Theo? Wait, Theo is the other brother. Timothy is the 17-year-old and Theo right. is the he other is brother. The other brother. Uh, well, obviously Timothy. You think Timothy's hotter? You didn't think You didn't think that? Also, um when I- in comparison, once I knew, I it lo- I lost all like interest or any like Okay. Well, like let me I had to IMDb 
the actor who which played I didn't Timothy do. I'm surprised I didn't because I had to make sure that I wasn't being a cougar or like any. <laughs> well, I mean, a I guess, cougar at 32. I, I guess I kind of would be, but he is 23, so he is well over the legal age. Okay, good of an adult. So lusting after him is perhaps not the worst thing I could do. No. Uh, but I did in my notes write, oh, of course, Camille's brother is hot when we first met him in, mm-hmm. in the wine cellar. So, yeah, no, when I saw the other brother, whose name I didn't even register because I was like, well, he doesn't matter. Uh, I was like, oh, God, by comparison, this is just not flattering. I just think he had more of a um, that older. He looked French, older. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That, like, brooding type, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm hot. I'm... <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, don't I, know. Think... I never thought he was hot. I was like, <laughs> I had, he had some appeal for me. Oh. And then, again, in comparison, I can't handle, like, pussy boys. Pussy boys? And. Can once... you define? Oh. It's hard, <laughs> but, yeah. No, just, like, the doting. The nice guys? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, Mm. the two nice guys. Okay. Two nice. Yeah, we've had this conversation. (laughs) But um, once they had sex, Mm -hmm. I knew he was a virgin. (laughs) Oh, because the jackhammering? Oh, my God. (laughs) And then just the... I did like... He was a little smooth, though, when they were... On the lounge chairs outside. The groping. With the groping. But that was... Okay. That caught me off It was smooth guard. and aggressive. Holy because shit. the minute he explained that the coup is made after Marie Antoinette's breast size yeah. and all that. And then she puts it to her boob and no sooner does it touch... His hand goes to the other one yeah, for comparison. Yeah, I, I didn't think that that was an invitation to grope no. her other boob. Although she was insinuating... More. Yeah, I she was and she flirting. chug she chugs champagne way faster than I do, and that's insane. I don't think that's true. We don't know how many glasses she drank, and she likes to just down them though. Yeah. Well, regardless, I was caught off guard by that moment, and I <laughs> I was watching this at work, <laughs> and I recoiled so hard. I was like, Oh God, no! What is happening right now? And she wasted no time putting the other hand. Oh, right. Well, like, honestly, like, that might have thrown me off a little. I, I'm i not sure. Maybe if I was feeling it, perhaps. Yeah, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't necessarily, like, I thought he was attractive, but I don't know that if, like, I was in that situation, somebody, if you put his hand on my boob, I would have been like, oh, yeah, let's go time. But uh, it just... Oh, it really caught me off guard. But knowing that he was 17, now I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. He just wants to touch a boob. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not the first boobs I'd want to touch either. Hers aren't the best. I I haven't paid too much attention, but no, she's, I I guess she seems to be a bit more flat-chested than Marie Antoinette. Other. (laughs) There was a lot of space left in that glass. There was. I think mine would run it over. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, man. An experiment for us to do on our own time. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought about buying those cups, though, just for us. Just to was, see. Just to see. I do have to say, though, the entire time this was occurring, it reminded me of a Friends episode. Season one of Friends. 
there's an episode called The Ick Factor, which makes a lot of sense. But Monica dates a guy who initially sort of misleads her about his age because he says he's a senior. Yes. And she assumes she he meant senior in college, but he meant senior in, in high, high school. school. <laughs> and also turns out to be 17. So, like, the entire time this was happening, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is not original. We've literally seen this before. Yeah. Can we not do this? Thanks. I was shocked by it. I wasn't expecting it. Right. I didn't, and I didn't I just see it coming. thought it was hilarious, though. And again, her ignorance, yet again, to French culture and the language and all that. And she's like, but he said he was out of college. And they're like, you mean university? Like, you yeah. know, college is high school. And it was like, come on. Yeah. I mean, I, I see why she fell into that. Because again, I mean, the actor's 23, so... Doesn't, yeah, doesn't look if they had actually cast a 17 year old in this role, perhaps I would have been less understanding. But they did cast a 23 year old. So he didn't look like he was a minor. Mm. And she knew that Camille wanted to introduce her to his to her brother. So I understand why the pieces fell into place as yes. they did. And I understand why she made the mistake she made. I just don't see why it had to happen. True. Other than like the comedic aspect of it, but, yeah. But I was, I was more so like, what is happening? The best part I think was that like nobody was repulsed, and then the mom no. even was like, "Is he a good lover?" And it's I, like, what? This is where I wrote in my notes. Excuse me again, I beg you. I literally like almost fell out of my chair because I was like, "What is happening?" Do you? Does anybody do this? Like, excluding the French as an anomaly or whatever, does any culture think it's okay to be assessing the sexual prowess of their children? I I don't know. But, like, thinking about it now, I wonder how I would feel offering feedback to the mothers of the men that I've slept with. Oh. Do you ever think about that? I mean, I only thought about it because of this. But... Well, quick funny story... Oh, God. It wasn't a follow-up, but it was a predecessor to the scenario at hand. Um, My ex-husband, when I first started dating him, Mm -hmm. we went to Albany together. Okay. Romantic. Yeah. Destination. His mom bought him new silk boxers (laughs) and a 40-pack of condoms for the trip. (gasps) So either she thought that her son was a very suave lover... (laughs) Or the opposite and needed a lot of help. <laughs> um, that's how that relationship started. So clearly they were close. But it it was just funny to me because at that point on, I knew that my I didn't need to have a filter going sure. forward. But yeah, I, I, I wonder now if that is a, if that was a way of her kind of being like, either he's really good have at it or he's really bad here silky underwear to make up for it yeah i just i i feel like i have the scenario in my head that the way that parents think about their kids is the way that kids think about their parents like i don't want to think about my parents having sex never i don't really want to know about that at all so i would think that it would be the same i would hope in reverse at least it was that way in my family my 
I mean, I, I don't think I would ever address it with my father, but my mother certainly did not want to know whether or not I was doing it, who I was doing it with. Right. Just kept that all separate. I also don't understand what that has to do with anything. No, yeah, it really didn't have anything to do with anything. Because she was like, oh, I just want to make sure my kids have a great future or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, it felt... What does that have to do with you, though? It felt like it was just her trying to throw Emily off. or, Or the show trying to throw Emily off. You know, they're constantly trying to put Emily in these positions of a culture shock. And yes. and I'm constantly wondering if they're exaggerated because I can't imagine. I don't. I mean, OK, possibly, but I don't see them as being that far fetched like Gerard by the pool. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. And like that, very, I believe. And his very short robe. Totally true. Yeah. Like, that's how. I love the champagne bottle that was just like oh, very perfect. strategically placed. I would also love that view. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Holy Can I move shit. to France and live on a, in a chateau on a vineyard? Oh my God. An overlook a Absolutely. vineyard? Come on. Yeah. Lottery dream right there. That's what I'll be doing. And here's my question, only because it is champagne and we are drinking champagne. We sure are. Who would think a surplus of grapes would happen? Yeah, I was a little confused. So, I mean, we'll we'll tap into the business aspect of this visit now. Emily's proposal to market their champagne. Oh, but shouldn't we go back? Should we? To what? To Mindy's storyline a little bit. Oh, wait, no. No, I don't want to go there oh, yet. Oh, God, okay. I I'm have sorry. a lot to say about that, I'm but so I would sorry. like to talk about Emily's proposal first. Yeah, no, I... Yeah, go ahead. So Emily's proposal is basically to market their champagne as the perfect champagne to waste because they're... Which is an insult. You would think... Okay, so I spent a lot of time rolling this over in my noggin, and I eventually came around to a point where I realized that it was actually kind of a good idea and you know i don't like to credit emily at all but no we shouldn't credit her at all anyway and that goes into my three writers room. no credit none none of the credit to emily no anyway. it shouldn't oh it makes me <laughs> pissed off but go ahead okay so what we know is that there's a surplus they have a surplus of champagne which they're trying to sell we know that they're a smaller boutique sort of vineyard mm-hmm. so they can't really compete with the bigger name brands and we know from her brief meeting at Savoir with Luke and Sylvie and Julian that the champagne market is saturated. And so there's really not a lot of potential to break a new company mm-hmm. in. So they need to get something for this champagne that they've produced. Either they're going to pour it out and not sell it or they can sell it possibly for cheaps. And have people just, like, pop it at special occasions and not even bother to drink it. So I think marketing that is actually kind of smart. I did, yes. I liked her whole sip and spray scenario. At first, I hated it. I was like, this is so stupid. Why would you advertise somebody to just pour your product out onto the ground? And she also said they could charge the same for both and you'd be making the same amount of money. I mean, I guess they potentially could. I don't know. I would not personally buy the the fanciest champagne if I knew I was going to pour most of it onto the ground. But I guess there are some people who don't care about that. Either way, I think it was actually a rather creative concept for selling their their surplus champagne. Mm -hmm. It did annoy me that this pitch came together so neatly 
after everything that had happened with Camille's family and then after what she had seen with Mindy and her bachelorette party, which we can now discuss if you would like. Totally got the Crazy Rich Asians vibe. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I watched Crazy Rich Asians. I didn't. I didn't care for it. I didn't. It just gave me that vibe of Crazy Rich Asians. Just the way they were acting. (laughs) The bride's dress was beautiful. Yes. In that one scene where we saw her. Yeah. I like delving into Mindy's life a little more. Like having her friends be there. And she's just not this like loner chick in Paris by herself being a nanny, you know? Mm-hmm. I knew I had a, a gut feeling that the the singing was going to come back. I didn't. So I'm kind of annoyed that like I didn't anticipate that happening. And I'm just kind of annoyed. But OK, go ahead. No, I just I thought it was I kind of thought it was a cute moment where they're all like, we know you're a nanny. We know like you don't have to hide from us anymore. I but you hated should be this. here to you should be here. You should be singing if you're here. Like, I th- I don't know. I thought it was a little endearing. I hated it. Why? Friendship over well for, oh, whoa. no not with you um, but like if, <laughs> friendship over if my friends had done this to me friendship over here wait hold on no i don't like that here are my here are my notes so it's four lines mm-hmm. it's all in caps mm-hmm. first line is oh no second line is why would they do this to mindy third line would legit walk out and leave fourth line friendship over because if my friends know a thing about me and they know that I'm, like, terrified to get up on stage and perform in front of people, if they arrange for me to get up on stage and perform in front of people, these people are not my friends. Like, get the fuck away. So I'm still in that mindset of, like, if Mindy is really traumatized from what happened to her on the Chinese pop star show, this is not the way to help her launch her singing career, or at least not for me. It would not It would not work for me. I think given the atmosphere type of place they were at, you know, they were at a drag show. They were in Paris. They were nowhere near people who watched this show. I don't know. I think there was some type of having their encouragement that doesn't define you. You're better than that. Like, you can't let that define you because you are a great... Like, I don't know. It was there was some type of encouragement there that I thought was endearing. It was the ambush I didn't like. It I was ambush. I don't like yes. the ambush. Like have that conversation in a different place at a different time and don't for I don't like being forced into those kinds of situations. Like if if it's an uncomfortable situation for me, even if it's a good thing for me to do, I don't like being surprised by it. I'm not just going to be like, oh, I'm a good sport. I'll get up there and just start belting chandelier because, you know, I know that I actually have talent. What a song to sing, too. Yeah, I like this is not and this is not the performance of somebody who has been crippled by her initial audition at the Chinese pop star auditions or whatever. I don't know. That whole thing, I I, I also forget like. where she choked on that song. Did they ever tell us? Well, they have the flashback. Right. They, she just didn't sing well. Oh, She okay. sang terribly in the audition. I thought she was doing well and then choked at a certain part. And that's no, where... I think she was just like off tune the whole time. But I I don't know. I don't. I, I didn't like that. I was okay. not appreciative of that moment. And part of me was wondering from the very beginning, because Mindy had said to Emily, like, oh, come to this, like, one thing and 
you know, show them that I have this life in Paris, but they don't know my nanny life. But like, what was her other life supposed to be? They never really addressed. Well, she said she was going to their business school. She goes, oh, business school. And they're yeah. like, bullshit, bitch. We already know you're a nanny. Like, you're lying. It just, so it she was pulling off, she was in Paris to go to business school. It didn't feel like there was a solid cover story happening there. And, like, Emily didn't know what it was. <laughs> right. She was, she I was knew. caught off guard, too. Yeah. So I, I just thought that whole thing was just kind of weird. But if these people are your friends also, well, like, and this is what I felt, too, because it seemed like they didn't really know her because neither of them were telling the truth. Like, Mindy was lying to them. They were lying to her that they knew that she was lying to them. Right. So this gesture from them to try to bring her out of her shell again, that's, I think maybe that's also part of what makes me uncomfortable about that whole situation. It was like, you're not really my friend. Friends. Like, I didn't feel comfortable enough to tell you what's really going on with me. You didn't feel comfortable enough to tell me that you knew what was going on. Why would you be the one to launch me into stardom? I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. All right. I guess we'll see. How I'll that... come out for it. I don't like it. <laughs> I guess we'll see where that pans <sighs> out later. Will we? Will we? Oh, their chant was stupid. Plain... <laughs> I don't even know what it was, but like I didn't write I, it down. But it was plane something something cab something yeah. something. Yeah, it was so dumb. It I was didn't weird. understand what it meant yeah, or it was why very they were doing it. I really hated it. But it was something known. I feel like they made it seem like it was a known chant that we should have understood. Yeah, or, or at least, like, would have context for, but I, I've never chanted anything remotely close to that at a bachelorette party. Yeah. And I've been to a few, so I feel like I would have noticed, unless it's a French thing or a Chinese thing, in which case... I Could have no, be a Chinese thing. I have no context for that, so I don't know. That's all, like, the main content I have. Yeah. If you're ready to go over to the rewriter's room. I'm re- <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, here we go! Anything you can do, we can do better. Welcome to the rewriter's room. I just have one point that I'm really very sticking to my guns. Emily never has an original idea. Every idea she has is based off of something that somebody else has gone through. Mm. And she's taking it. Not that they need it for anything, but the splashing of the champagne. Mm-hmm. People do that all the time. It just so happened to happen to her at a party. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not original. The name for the spray champagne is Champagne. Mm-hmm. Gerard came up with that. True. You took that from him. Yeah. I feel like a lot of her wins is based off of something somebody else has done. She's seen it and kept it in the bank. Right. And used it for later. And Mm -hmm. that just bothers me a little bit. That her successes are coming off of other people's actions. I see what you're saying. And again, not that they need it for credit or anything, but it just, it bothers me that none of her ideas are original. So yeah, so you would rather have her come up with more original content. I would like that. I feel like everything, you know... And it's her posting stuff on social media. Like, it's just a lot of, like, yeah, I feel like there's, all right, strong of a word because these days it's used a lot, but, like, copying. Mm -hmm. Even, like, if you look back at the past episodes, a lot of her ideas are based on, oh, I I saw this thing that somebody had or Mm -hmm. I heard this person say this and click. Mm -hmm. I think you're, well, I think you're right specifically 
in these situations that you're citing. I think that you can see better examples of her taking inspiration from others earlier in the season, like with the the mattress ad with Camille and the Van Gogh exhibit. Like she she took inspiration from that. That was yes, that was not as direct. Right. Like and then it was something that she experienced. Like I I get what you're saying. Like it kind of bothers me that like she took this I mean, she was there when they were popping champagne bottles for Mindy's friends bachelorette party. But she I think the the idea clicked when she saw the video of them popping champagne on the stage when she wasn't there Mm -hmm. and just kind of like took that and ran with it. It, Yeah. I think it hit me more with the Champagne thing. Yeah. Like he clearly has said that that's a family Mm -hmm. thing. It's, you know, it seems to be common for them. And then now you're going to use that as your pitch. It's like he could have done that. Exactly. He yeah. could have sold that to somebody. He should have trademarked it when he had the chance, mm-hmm. but he didn't know Emily robe. was coming. <laughs> oh, he was great. I loved the him short so much. Robe. He really was. I think he, he was the winner of the episode. Yeah. I personally, from my rewriter's room, I would have either preferred for her to have hooked up with the correct brother or have there only have been one brother <laughs> that she hooked up with. I I think it would just be more interesting if she had started to become involved with somebody that she actually liked and was, like, attracted to as, like, a dynamic rather than this kind of throwaway, like, oh, my God, I slept with a 17-year-old. Anybody she makes out with is a throwaway. Exactly. Like, I don't think there's an actual threat to Gabrielle, and I feel like there should be. That would make more of a better give and take with the whole jealousy thing. Right, yeah. She's making it too easy for him Exactly. Like, he has all the power because he's in the relationship, but he's also leading her on. So, like, to have her have somebody on her side to say, like, well, you know what? I don't really need you anymore. I've got this guy over here. And it would just kind of create more layers of drama, which is something that this show kind of lacks from episode to episode. Everything kind of gets resolved. Yeah. Within right. a half and hour. And like we were saying before, like they could be standalone episodes, really, because yeah. it wraps up and then you rarely see anything roll over into the next. Right. Very, very little of the plot rolls over into the next episode. And I find that more frustrating than I thought I would. I compare it to to other sitcoms that I've watched and it just it feels so empty. Like mm-hmm. every time I finish an episode I'm like what was the point? Why did we do this? Right. And so actually, we need to remember that for next time. Like it really doesn't For this episode in particular there was so little business involved. It was 2 seconds long. It, yeah, there was that meeting with Sylvie and Luke and Julian where they talked about bringing on this champagne business. And by the way, Sylvie was like, don't let your love life dictate your business life. And that's totally fair. It is. But isn't she kind of doing that? I don't know that she is. I mean, we we know that. um, Fuck, what's his name? Antoine. Antoine. Thank you. (laughs) We know that Antoine is a client, but we don't necessarily see that interfering with their business. A little bit. Him. In, in what way? When they were sort of on the outs a little bit, and then Emily had wanted to, after knowing that they were having an affair, and he was threatening to leave Savoir, that intertwined 
because it wasn't until Emily kind of fixed it with the hotel guy that they started, they're like, okay now, and then they're making out and everything's good and he doesn't leave. Mm -hmm. So it's like, clearly, their relationship has a little to do with the business. Okay, I mean, I can can allow some hypocrisy on (laughs) Sylvie's point, but I still think Sylvie's point is valid because... When Camille came to Emily with this proposal, Emily was just like, yes, yes, I'm just so glad well, you're yeah, not accusing me of, yeah. of cheating that I will say yes to whatever you need. So I agree in terms of like, but you didn't. And then when she went to this meeting, they were like, oh, well, like, what's their client base? Like, how much money do they bring in? She had no idea. And it's like, you're such a fucking idiot. Get some more information before She's you She's an pitch idiot it. who then wins in the end. Right. Well, we don't know that Savoir is going to take on the vineyard but we know that the vineyard is on board, board with the whole marketing scheme. So I guess we could find maybe, out that they're maybe not. because we don't know if it's going to roll into the next episode. We don't. We don't. But but it did feel very neatly wrapped up because she managed to get the mother on board and just kind of have that. You drive into the sunset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally drive into the sunset. On Ga- Gabrielle's dick. <laughs> On his cock, I should say. His cock. <laughs> coca bean. Coca bean. <laughs> Speaking of coca bean, do you have a French phrase for us to I pronounce? do. And I feel like it goes, I had to do it because it goes right with the title of the episode and it made me start singing the song. Okay. We are family. Oh, great song. Okay. So, en français, nous sommes en famille. Nous sommes en famille. Yes. Okay. Which is, we are family. We are family. I got my And I could have, I could have done. I mean, I could easily do it now. Do the whole song. <laughs> well, yeah, do the whole song in French. That might be excessive. Um, I don't think anybody wants to hear that. No, the that title of the episode was "Family Affair," which oh, okay. is why I just thought that it worked. And then, given the ending, that they're all now kind of joined through sex. <laughs> <laughs> They're all family. Sex-related so. family. Sex-related family. Ugh. Gross. He gave an enormous hickey, too, I might add. He did, but... And I of mean, course she had the perfect 17. fucking outfit to cover it cover it well, up. Oh, yes. I wrote this in my notes, too. Like, she doesn't have a million fashion accessories to cover up a hickey. Come on. If I wore a scarf out of nowhere, everyone would be like, why that the was fuck nice, are you wearing though. a scarf? I always love ruffle stuff. It brings me back to, like, Funny Girl, which is one of my favorites. Neither here nor there, but it has to do with just like ruffled collars. Yeah, I think somebody would look at me weird if I was wearing a ruffled collar and they'd be like, What the hell are you hiding? Depends on the the atmosphere. If you were at a certain type of party and you had a nice like suit on with a ruffled collared shirt, I think I can't imagine a scenario in which a ruffled collar shirt would be. I'll figure one out. Appropriate. (laughs) Okay, well be sure to have a hickey that night so that (laughs) I can use my ruffles. Prove that it works. To cover it up. Do you consider hickeys to be the mark of a sexual novice? No, because you don't particularly have sex. Or... True, but like somebody who has no idea what they're doing. Like, is it somebody inexperienced who yes. leaves a hickey? Because mm-hmm. they think it's it's a mark. They're leaving their mark. I don't hate that. Really? I don't hate that, no. I like it, don't get me wrong, amongst a lot of other things involving my neck. Okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what? Choking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I didn't want to just come out and say it. <laughs> well, you might as well have. There all aren't right. many things to do with a neck besides Choking. breaking it. But anyway, 
I don't mind it, but I, I do. I find it to be a little more of a... I'm going to do... Like, I have very sensitive skin, so I feel like it's not super hard to right. learn techies. So I've never really thought of it as, like, their fault or, like, their inexperience. Like, maybe they were just really into the moment and really dug in. I don't know. Really dug in. All <laughs> but that I don't Buffy you're watching. Listen... Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with Buffy right now. But whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Neither here nor there. Anyway, so we have two episodes left of Emily in Paris. We do. We will be banging them out at the same time in the next ep. So, you know, just to get this shit out of the way. Yeah. This lasted way too long. <laughs> we're, we're kind of ready to be done with it, so we're going to get it over with. And then we'll be taking a little break, and then we're coming back for a movie, which we'll announce next week. Yeah. I know you're all on the edge of your seats, <laughs> but we're excited about it. We loved our last one. And then we're so excited for Riverdale to come back. I can't wait. Yes. So I we can't will have overstate. Another break, a recap episode, and then we will have Riverdale back in all of its glory. Yay. We need that recap, because I think I need that recap. I need that recap. I honestly don't remember what the hell happened. Because I don't know what we'd come back, like, what we'd come back with. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even remember. I think there were, oh, the cliffhanger was, like, Jughead was missing from the bunker, because he was trying to do that. Oh, right. Was he abducted by the Mothman? Yeah, we don't know. But there was blood on the table on his script. He wrote the uh, book. And Charles and um, Chick had that romantic wedding situation. Oh, God, right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, we have a lot to, to recap. So if you're if you're like us Way more and you have no idea in Paris. what the hell is going on with Riverdale, uh, please tune in for that episode so we can all get caught up before the new episodes air. Until then... Champagne! <laughs>